Welcome to another episode of Rotten Mornings. Hello. Hi. Uh, I'm Scott. I'm Matt. I'm Brandy. Graham. Don't you start your shit. Uh, oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well. Graham, she is sicky. Graham is sicky and not here at the moment. That's. We had a couple of people in the in the rotten group that uh, have a little bit of under the weather, and you know what? Sometimes you have to be under the weather, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, I'm sorry. Sometimes that happens. It does happen. You guys are you guys are feeling good? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're fine. Yeah. Uh, you guys got your coffee this morning? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I should be drinking coffee instead of oh what's this more alcohol okay good <laughs> Whew, what a what a weekend uh, we've got some news to talk about yeah yep. new news news yes uh, our <laughs> our news that I know about for a fact is that. Uh, yeah, we went to CreepyCon. We totally mm-hmm. went to CreepyCon, and it was awesome. I know that you guys probably heard our Saturday morning rant, uh, very short, about what we did. Uh, but then Sunday, we had a whole day. Sunday morning. Rant, Sunday, Sunday morning, it? yes. Last and Sunday. then we had a whole Sunday <clears throat> after that, which was a crazy day. We got some mm-hmm. filming done. Got to hang out with so many damn amazing people. So many awesome people. We got to meet so many people that we've only ever seen online before. It was amazing. I think we're going to double down on that one at the end, on the second part of this episode. So I won't go too in depth on that. But to everyone we met, like, again, you guys are fucking awesome. Yes. Thank you for all the love. Um, yeah, you guys, and if you're if you're listening and haven't turned the podcast off so far, like you normally do, uh, stick around because we are going to be covering a lot of the stuff that we saw at CreepyCon in the second section of the podcast today. Yes, we are. And um, in other news, uh, really and truly, uh, you know, of course, Dan, uh, Tommy came back with us uh, this time. Tommy Rotten. Oh, you and- guys kidnapped a, a Tommy. We did. Yes, we kidnapped a Tommy. And we um, currently have him trapped under the house, so you won't be hearing from yeah, him. Yeah, you won't on hear this him. podcast. You will not hear him. But but you might hear from him on future podcasts. Awesome. But uh the fun thing about coming home was that we came home to no air conditioner. Oh yeah. And we're was... still dealing with that right now. So that's yeah. super fun. And uh at least Really what quickly, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I had to Google uh, what the definition of fun is, and I'm not seeing that as a definition. Yeah, that's, that's that was fair. a very facetious fun. Yes, yes. Um, I am not dictionary. And ah. we do not enjoy not having AC. 
But we do have some wall units now, or some window units that yes, are keeping for, it for temporary uh, not use. hot as shit in here. So that's a good thing. Yeah, that sounds awful, guys. Uh, hopefully that gets uh, remedied pretty soon. But also, after CreepyCon, and I know this may be a bit controversial, but about 50% of us got COVID. <laughs> mm. You know, um, COVID has been kind of ravaging the the uh, population for a while, and we're uh, hopefully we're getting close to the end of it. But uh, there was a lot of people at CreepyCon and... Uh, uh, something like that, getting kind of a, a sickness from something like that is kind of to be expected, uh, or at least shouldn't be a surprise. And uh, yeah, luckily that everything has kind of died down and, and the, the variations of the, of the strains are, are not nearly as bad as they were once upon a, once upon a time. Yes, that's True. very good. And it has been mocked and I have been in touch with all of the different personalities that we uh, have heard from at CreepyCon and they're all on the mend now uh, that it's been a week past and everybody seems to be getting back to okay. Mm. That's awesome. Um, uh, Somebody was saying that it was from a pool noodle. (laughs) That's yeah. not true, guys. That was I made that up. That is not true at all. Well, I also think it's funny. The only person I've heard say they got it from a pool noodle, one, is not actually sick, and two, was not even there. Ah, that's fair. <laughs> and also weird. Yeah, yes, right? Weird. Um, but in other news, we uh, I took Dan down to uh, City of Chaos. To meet Tommy. with those guys, Tommy, down in the city of chaos to meet with those guys. And uh, <clears throat> he is now working uh, light construction with them, helping them build their haunt. And he will also and he'll be, be working, working there, this year. there at the haunt for this upcoming season. That is really fantastic news. Uh, we let him out from underneath the house, though. Oh, once you let him out from under the house? I love that. Yeah. Uh, for those of y'all, uh, if it's confusing, uh, Tommy Rotten is uh, one of the many characters that uh, Dan with us uh, plays. So if you hear us say Tommy or Dan, it's the it's the same guy, and he just has a smorgasbord of of talent and a variety of things that he can do. So I'm very yeah. excited that he's working out there. Yeah. And uh, we got to walk through their haunt and see a little bit more of their stuff. And man, it's looking pretty fucking phenomenal. They showed us a a good handful of the rooms they have uh, completed or for the most part completed. And I just cannot wait until we get to walk through during season. Yes. Oh, yeah, me too. Those guys... I had such a strong first year and just what I have seen so far of the second year they they want to up the ante on that like their competition is with their self and oh yeah and I love that and also uh just wanted to throw a little shout out to them they have been very receptive to working with other haunts and and uh being a part of of things going on they really want their place as part of the rock the rotten community and the haunt community. Yes. Yes. Um, now in other news, because you know, 
of course, the guy who owns City of Chaos also owns Callie's Love Stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are completely separate. Completely separate. But uh, Callie's Love Stuff is offering a basket of what kind of I can only assume is dildos. Well, we don't know. What we don't know. Basket. We have not seen said basket. But for Hellbilly Hollow to do a raffle for Hell Night. And That's every awesome. person who purchases a ticket for Hell Night will also be entered into the raffle, and you do not have to be present to win the basket. Yeah, you might not even want to be. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no shit. No shit. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, big, big shout out to both of those haunts and, and to see, you know, the love shown between the two places. Guys, that's really what this is all about. Agreed, man. Uh, if we can get, you know, each haunt to work with each other and, you know, use their resources to help each other haunt, I I just think, dude, think about how big this thing could be, you know? Hey, I, so if you buy multiple tickets, they does literally that mean you get multiple entries? They literally said that you can buy a ticket and for a buck extra – you can get an extra ticket to try to win the raffle. Uh, so if you want to buy extra raffle tickets, they're a buck a piece. Are we hey. talking the prize? Yeah. That is, uh, that's a phenomenal way uh, to win you a, a basket of what may be dildos. It may be, uh, <laughs> it may be old socks. We don't know. You don't uh, know. Yeah, it's a mystery basket, and that'll be a lot of fun. Guys, what we're talking about is September 13th and 14th. Am I right about that? No, 16th and 17th. You were close. Guys, I wasn't even fucking close. You were. Uh, yeah, 16th and 17th, which is two weekends from right now. Uh, they are doing the Hell Night at Hellbilly Hall. They're doing two nights of it, so both nights that weekend. Uh, that's an adults-only performance. Uh, and it is what is it i was just saying 18 and up and you do have to have a license or valid id to get in absolutely yep they want to make sure the kids don't go into that one that is a that's a scary place yeah yes it is (laughs) but it will be extremely entertaining yeah, that's a super fun night. Uh, are you guys planning on being there uh, both nights, or what? Yes, we are be there for both nights, and I have friends coming from out of town to both go through. Uh, well, not not necessarily from out of town, but people that haven't worked there are coming with us to work there because they just really want to be there for that night. And some of the folks, I believe Solus Customs is one of them, oh, nice. is definitely coming from out of town just to be able to go to Hell Night. That is awesome. That is awesome. Those guys were super, super cool. Uh, be, I'd be surprised uh, if Corpsey wasn't trying to find his way down here. Right? That would be badass. I, I very much think he wanted to, but I think he put up something about how he was going to do everything possible to make it for next year. So I'm assuming that means he won't be able to make it this year but who knows maybe he'll still find a way to surprise us and that would be he might pull a scott and just randomly show up right yeah uh yeah i I was uh talking to uh scarlet the other day and she's like that's the night i want to go 
And uh, so uh, I don't know that she'll be able to make it down because she's far away right now. But uh, And she's so many- always so busy. Yeah, she's so busy, especially this season. So, uh, cool guys. Uh, so that's that's Hell Night, Hellbilly Hollow, Vincent, Alabama, and what were those days again? Sixteenth and seventeenth September. Cool. So, what else uh, we got in the news? Uh, I think that's pretty much what we got news. I mean, I'm editing uh, the next commercial for Hellbilly right now. And of course, I re-edited the old Hellbilly uh, Hell Night commercial, so you can find those on the site. Um, Brandy did a live last night uh, reading some horror stories, and she did a kick-ass job and did her own makeup and kind of put it all together by herself, so I'm super proud of her. I'm super proud of me, too. But the night before that, night we before got that, to see a live from Scott out at Halloween Horror Nights, and I am super, super excited to hear what else he has to tell us about Indeed. that. Uh, we, will, we will do that. Uh, we'll do that later on in the show today, so uh, I'm excited to tell you all about it. Uh, but for the the uh, Brandy Reading Stories, guys, if you've never, never had a chance to see that, you can go back, you can watch that live, you can go back and watch uh, Brandy's Haunted Bookshelf, uh, she is one of our favorite people uh, to narrate, to read books. Um, really, really enjoy that. And I, I'll tell you, too, you guys got some photographs uh, of the makeup and everything, and those turned out really well. So props to you guys. Hell yeah, dude. She did a kick-ass job. <clears throat> now, uh, you guys did something Friday night. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching your live Friday night. Did we do something Friday night? Moving on. You guys did something Saturday night. That was last night when I did the the live. Who wrote these notes? Am I, <laughs> am, I mean, Thursday was when we went out to... Uh, uh, City yeah, of Chaos, like we out. just talked about. Oh, I see. I and thought you guys had a filming thing uh, uh, on Saturday, too. No, no that is next Saturday. Saturday. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I I shot the shot the envelope through the messengers. But Can somebody know, stop I, me? That being said, future news. Uh, next Saturday. Next Saturday uh, from... Uh, I believe they said 12 to 5. We will be there around 10 at the Haunted uh, Chicken, Haunt Chicken House because they're having their last call for actors, uh, a little acting class, and we are working on their final commercial. But the reason we will be there at 10 is because we have been challenged to do the one chip challenge. So before we film all day, we're going to try to kill ourselves. <laughs> We'll be doing the one chip challenge, and we'll hopefully have everything we, we need to. We uh, hope that's going to, to happen. But pull I'm not one hundred percent sure about timing on that yet, because another character wanted to do that, and his um, his wife is very pregnant, and uh, may have to go to the doctor that day. So I'm not I'm not one hundred percent sure that's going to happen. If it does, I'm sure it'll be a hoot. We'll do it live. And yeah, we will be doing that live if if it happens. And if not, we'll just have to reschedule for some other time. Yeah. 
Um, but we'll be there filming nonetheless. Yes, and we will definitely be there from 12 to 5, possibly 10 to 5. And then after that, we will be headed over to City of Chaos for their last call uh, for actors. acting class slash commercial. Commercial, yes. And that will be from 6 till whenever on next Saturday. Yes. At least we don't have full schedules, right, guys? Exactly. Right. Thanks, God, for the myth. Yeah. Thanks, Scott, for the myth. Um, I have not done the one chip challenge, which uh, should be surprising because it seems like a thing I would have done. It totally right. does seem like a thing you would do. Yeah. I did the one taco challenge. It did um, not. You seem- never succeed <laughs> in the one taco challenge. I know, and I've been banned from competition because I took that guy's arm off that last time. (laughs) It looked like a taco. Oh, uh, when we, uh, I I don't really have any more news, but if you would, when we come back, Grim is awake. She nodded off, and she is ready to join. Okay, guys. Well, uh, was there any more news? I don't think so. I think that's it. Well, guys, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a recap from Creepy Can. Woohoo! All right, we'll see you back in a minute. Don't go that way, man. You know who's back there? It's that serial killer from that movie. What? Why are they here? I thought they were supposed to be chasing the kids at summer camp or invading the nightmares of the kids on that one street. Well, they're all here. Brought in to fight off the mutant chickens, and now it's a horror free-for-all. Oh, where do I buy tickets? The Haunted Chicken House in Heflin is the largest tourist attraction in East Alabama. Open every weekend in October. Tickets are $15 per attraction. Two for $25 and three for 40. Ride the hayride of horrors. Visit the haunted chicken house. Defy death in the infamous crazy train. For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and thehauntedchickenhouse.com. And we'll see you there. Five, four, three, two, one. And we're back. (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It was too much suspense. Two guys in Atlanta. Change in pace from the first one to the second one because we were like coffee talk in the first part. <laughs> and yeah. now it's Grim Talk. No. Yeah, yeah we found a. We I found don't know a how. You don't know how to Grim? <laughs> no, I had. Tussin. <laughs> yeah, she's been tussing the tussin. Oh I passed out earlier and I was supposed to be on the podcast and I forgot. I fell asleep. <laughs> so guys, uh grandma's here and she's robo tripping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love that. Uh we are talking about CreepyCon and uh, I'm glad you guys are all here because uh we were all at CreepyCon and had some pretty fantastic experiences. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good talk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's creepy con. And 
Yes, we were there. It was great. He's going around the room, like talking about um, our addictions. (laughs) I'm even creepy. God damn it. I'm not addicted uh, to anything. I will say, like, uh, I got to go up a little bit early. I got there Friday. When I got there, um, there was a couple of people that I got to see. That was neat. But what happened on Saturday was a really magic experience for Rotten uh, due to uh, some complications with uh, friends of ours. Uh, we lucked into a booth and in a very slapdash and very rotten way, we built a rotten booth. Hell yeah, we did. And it was a it was a beautiful booth, too. It was. And and you are so correct in saying that it was such a very rotten way for us to end up with a rotten booth. And we did a rotten takeover of this booth. <laughs> yes, we did. <clears throat> Good. And it was in Knoxville. Creepy con, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was though. It was it, it was awesome. Like I can't say enough about it. I realize I'm not saying much about it, but there was just so much awesomeness to be had. And if you've never been to CreepyCon and you like anything about the horror community in any way whatsoever, I cannot recommend it enough. Like you just you have to see it for yourself. Well, like let's start off on our side, of course. Me and Brandy and Carrie and Grim and Scott and Frankie mm-hmm. that that we were all there and Tommy. Then we had Tommy. We had Everett. Mm-hmm. We had Adam. We had, we had Mr. Mr. Fucking Marlin. Marlin. Oh my god, Mr. Marlin came to see us. It was- uh, which that was the most surreal thing because Mr. Marlin helped us build a booth anything that we needed he was there like totally supporting us guys he's a goddamn celebrity he is a damn celebrity tommy rotten had uh nearly a million followers on tiktok that's a goddamn celebrity (laughs) that was awesome and of course we had jacob and des with us too and uh and and just like I can't even remember the names of all the incredible personalities we got to meet while we were there. Not all at one time. I'd be sitting here going, uh, 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 and that one, and that one, and, and uh. And we, want, we want all of the people that came and meet us uh, and hung out with us to know that we, we love you guys to yes. death. Uh, we love that we are able to start building like a relationship and a community with you guys but, you know, there are a few standouts that we were looking forward to before we got down there. And that is that we were really looking forward to meeting up with Biggs. Biggs. And it was super fun to actually meet him in person yes. and hang out with him and talk to him. We got some amazing hugs from the oh-so-huggable Biggs. That was that was really a, a, a big highlight. And uh, was he was part of a, another booth, right? Yeah, he was. he was at the Clown Cartel booth, which literally ended up right behind our booth. I know. So we got uh, more hangs than, than would have been uh, imagined. Grim, be sure to squeak every once in a while so we make sure you haven't passed back out again. I feel like I'm about to pass out. Bye, guys.
<laughs> okay. <laughs> well, guys, that was the grin section. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, so, oh, she's gone. Yeah, she is gone. <laughs> but getting <sighs> to uh, getting to hang out with uh, Sicken and Scurvy yes, uh, and Azazel. film with them, getting to hang out with Azazel. Uh, I'll tell you, when we were building the the booth, uh, absolutely phenomenal that uh, that Solus was there, uh, Solus Customs. They yeah. were like, hand us stuff. We will help you build this booth and make this happen. Yes, everybody was so fucking helpful. Like yes. uh, getting to meet and hang out with the Unrights, getting to meet uh uh Solus and Buzzkill, Intermotive, Solus, Spike, Spike, uh, fucking Nitro. Frostbite, Nitro, uh so dude, and they Kringle porn. There's so many fucking people. The list goes on we got to meet on. wicked uh wicked, yes. wicked uh shit but she's amazing on tiktok and she was out there on her stilts and we're just walking around and she's like oh my fucking god it's you guys it's you guys and that's what we were saying (laughs) that that's so cool the the six people who know us were all at the con Right. Yes. <laughs> getting getting to talk to Jenny from Cuddly Creatures yes, again, and getting to talk to um, uh, William O'Toole William O'Toole from, from uh, uh, Twisted Critters. Twisted Critters. Uh, even getting to talk to the MC uh, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was awesome, dude. Like them coming to our booth. Like we generated so much fucking buzz, and and we saw so many cool costumes. Like everything was just so fantastic. So many oh, and, vendors, and, and pixie sticks, and oh yes, fucking God. there's so many people. And I know, I know, I'm forgetting several of you, and I'm so sorry. It's just all this big jumbled blur of so much amazing awesomeness. Yeah, and uh, not like. Not to mention that uh, some of the people that are in some of our favorite haunts around here, uh, Smiley Rotten was there. Um, yes. uh, Peggy Sue was there, and that's all. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, Scream Sickle and Shriek were both there. Yeah. Um, Miss Josie Lane came out for a day. That was uh, a lot. Right. Yeah. Was that too? Yeah. It was uh, just like a collection of. Everybody, so many, (laughs) so many talented and amazing, famous people, and it was just, it was just so much fun. And the pool noodle battle, like I, I just loved that we finally got to bring that to a culmination after all of this buildup. I really like that we had this huge laid out plan, and it went immediately out the window. Oh, definitely, one thousand percent. But that's the rotten way. <laughs> I gotta, but it was I gotta, still just so much fun. I got to tell you guys, um, the pool noodle war did have me a little bit, uh, a little bit concerned about how that would be pulled off, and you guys pulled it off, and that went incredibly well, and everybody was uh, super um, into making that happen, and and you guys made it happen. I'm I'm very proud of that. And it was awesome. 
And we did go live uh, for the pool noodle battle. And I know that a few other folks did too. Um, Sicken and Scurvy had one. Azazel. Yes. Uh, Uh, T Manor. uh, Outlaw T Manor had gone live. That's right. uh, Out there as well. And we got to see a couple of the T Manors uh, out at the uh, con as well. Uh, Buttons is T Manor too, right? Yeah, but he was not there this time. He did not make it. Yeah. Mm. He was there last time we were there. Yeah, that's uh, that's Terra Manor. I think that's in Texas, isn't it? I believe, I believe so. so. Yeah, guys, there's so many haunts represented at CreepyCon. If we, oh, if so many God, I wish I'd just, eh, if I sat here and read you off a list, it would be boring as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe that. You reading. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know, uh, it could yeah. be fun. I suck at reading. <laughs> the only other thing I would like to cover from the pool noodle battle is that we had two wrapped uh, City of Chaos pool noodles. Oh. And the winners of the different parts of the pool noodle battle each got one of those. And that was Sicken. Sicken won the first round. And, and Squeaks, Squeaks Unright won the second. Hell yeah. That's awesome, guys. Um, guys, if you didn't get to, if you weren't at CreepyCon and you didn't get to see the booth, we have posted some pictures of the booth. We had a lot of merchandise. And uh, how much were we charging for merchandise this year? Absolutely nothing. We, gave away, we gave away posters. We gave away signed pictures. We gave away these amazing card sets that Mr. Marlin made yes, for us trading that cards. just had so many different like characters and steals from our stuff. And it, it was fucking awesome. Like I was still steady going through those like, Oh, Holy fucking shit. Oh, Holy shit. And we still have not finished. Uh, and, and by we, I mean, Matt still has not finished putting up all the different photos he has. Not like there's close. so many. Um, and so we've still got a lot to go through to get those out there. And at some point we want to do, uh, photos or a video or maybe even a live going through all the awesome stuff we bought while we were there. Uh, yeah. Uh, and speaking of that, one of, some of my favorite mask makers, the, uh, Von Grimm mask makers, were there and I was there for like 10 minutes and bought a mask and I was like, damn it. <laughs> right. But uh, I have no regrets. That was an awesome purchase. And uh, we, we got surprised. so much cool stuff that we bought yes. from vendors. We had we've got awesome dolls, stuff that people got, brought to us. I got um, some, I got a few new pairs of earrings. Oh, we oh, also yeah. got to meet Demonica. Oh yeah, she Demonica. brought some fine post pictures as well. Yes. And from that little get together, like so many people have agreed to the three rules of rotten and are, you know, sharing our name out and throwing our logo up on their stuff and, and, and it's we fucking be awesome. More happy about that. That's just absolutely amazing Hell to yeah. watch the community continue to grow and share the same values. That's just fantastic. So many rotten people. There are so many people who want to be a part of this little crazy thing. Which is crazy to us, but we will fucking take it. We will take it, and we will always be uh, surprised and eternally grateful to all of you who make this possible, who make this happen, and ultimately, you're the ones who we do this for. 
Not to mention the fact that literally everybody we met, once they saw those trading cards, they're like, we want in on season two. And I think every single personality there at CreepyCon is going to be in our season two of cards. We have to do some, you know, talking to Marlon. I hate to just boldly say Marlon's going to do all this work, uh, but it, it's, it's growing into an amazing thing. It is. It is it's so incredible. And I, I love, absolutely love, love, love the pack of trading cards that I got personally. I, I just, I couldn't be more happy. Yeah, mine was mine was uh, phenomenal. There was a, a coupon in it for uh, some some therapy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what that's about, but I like well, you might need a, a better is that, coupon. Is that what you got instead of a sticker? I got a sticker. Oh no, I got a coupon for therapy uh, for after Hell Night. That's what I'll need. Ah, I got yeah. an expired packet of Splenda. I got a sticker for Brandy's Haunted Bookshelf, and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, I think there was a sticker for Rotten Mornings for me. I got a sticker that said uh, Out of Order on it. <laughs> that, that's You actually just stole that from the bathroom. Okay, I stole that from the restroom. Well, okay. I did give him a sticker today that said Danger. Ah, I like that. That's a that's a good sticker. The that's a sticker you probably don't want to remove either. The out of order one in the bathroom is why I couldn't ever get the sink to flush. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, guys, uh, uh, really, if you've never been to CreepyCon, uh, it's it's in September and uh, nope, it's in August. Nope, it was in August. I don't even know what now year we're it is. in September. Uh, and and we're we're gonna you'll probably be seeing more of us there and uh, just continue to grow the thing. So we, we love everybody who came out and visited us and, and showed us all the love and support that you guys did. Thank you guys so, so much. Yes. Thank you. Um, anything else we need to shout out about creepy can. We could literally probably spend hours talking about creepy con and the blast that we had but I really, really, really am super excited to hear what you have to tell us about Halloween Horror Nights. Well, we can do that. Um, you guys want to go to break and come back? We'll talk about that. Let's do that. Okay. We'll be back in a minute. We will be breaking in a minute. What? Coming this October. As night falls on a quarantine prison somewhere in Vincent, Alabama, vampires have taken over at Hellbilly Hollow, and things will never be the same. Come visit Hellbilly Hollow in Vincent, Alabama. You'll have the best night of your life. Yes, we'd love to have you in our neck of the woods. The weight is driving us batty. This year, we've raised the stakes. Join us. Join us. One of Alabama's top-rated haunts. This is the one for you. Hillbilly Hollow Haunted House Attraction in Vincent, Alabama. Open at 7 p.m. every Friday and Saturday in October. Tickets available at the door. Exclusive merchandise. Tasty concessions. 
live entertainment, well-lit bathrooms. For more information, check us out on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and at hillbillyhollywood.com, and we will see you there. Join us. We're back. We're we back. are. Hello. Is this everybody? This 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 is everybody yes. that is uh, awake and not sickly and wants to join. That's fair. It is pretty early in the morning. Right? About as early as you can get. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you guys want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the old Halloween Horror Nights? Yes, we do. Yes! How do you guys want to do that? I, I, I did a little write-up on uh, each of the houses. Do you guys want me to run through that and talk about that? Yes. yes, please. I would love to hear all of it. Okay, guys. Uh, just because I am this way, there may be some spoilers in here for any of you who may be going to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, if you're not going, uh, just you know, this is what's up. Uh, first one is we'll talk about the Universal Studios uh, Legends Collide. So this was a really interesting thing. This is the Universal Studios original monsters, and it's the Mummy versus Wolfman versus Dracula. Wow. Yeah. Um, so um, I absolutely love this. I love every time they do a house that's the Universal Studios monsters. They give it so much love and so much respect. Um I think, and and I love these. This was very mummy centric, so it was in you know a lot of this is like under the pyramids, and you're seeing parts of the Sphinx as you're walking through. The house is huge, and then Wolfman appears. Uh, so I don't know what he's doing there. Maybe he's on vacation or something. Um, <laughs> and what I wrote was. Dracula versus Wolfman versus the Mummy, and Dracula didn't show up. We'll talk about that. Um, it immerses you in the Mummy's world. Wolfman shows up because he's on vacation, and then Dracula shows up at the end to just get killed. Actually, kind of weird, huh? That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I have watched a couple of walkthroughs. So. What's neat about this haunt is when I went through, it's all very mummy-centric. The the, were, the wolfman shows up. I keep wanting to say werewolf. Wolfman shows up. Um, and then just for like a second, you see an actor who is Dracula. And then the next scene, you see dead Dracula. Huh. And, and you see mummy with the wolfman's head severed. So the mummy has won. The battle, which which surprised me, but okay. Wow. So tonight, or last night, Saturday night, uh, I'm uh, friends with a whole bunch of other people who go to this hunt, and they're like, hey, Dracula won. He was holding up the the uh, mummy's head. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> yeah, it changed. And I'm so happy that that's true. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. So everybody gets a unique experience. Uh, or or it's different every night or something. But, like, I love that. 
there was a really neat scene where you're walking through like part of like underground uh, pyramid and they've got like bats projected and and now you know that you're about to see like some Dracula stuff like this is his intro that's awesome hell yeah um, I'll talk a little bit about Hellblock Horror. Hellblock Horror was a prison-centric uh, haunt, and a lot of those haunts that we'll, I'll talk about, uh, they had a, an okay intro, and then they built up to something really big, and then that was it. So, like, that's how those story works. So Hellblock was no different. Um, you're going through, it's a bunch of prisoners, and they're reaching out from sales, and now some of the sales are open, and now there's a prison break. But I'll tell you this about Hellblock Horror. The last part of Hellblock Horror is a room that's just a bunch of light bulbs. What? <laughs> it's a, like a bunch of like light bulbs on the wall. And how... So, uh, I'm not... I do not get affected by strobe lights, but these flashing light bulbs are going off in machine fire all around you. And I was like, God damn, they got me with light this time because that was super unsettling. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, so that's two of those. Um, Spirits of the Coven. Let's see, I put, uh, it's a 1920s dimly lit speakeasy. Oh, that's very, cool. Yeah, so it was like a, like a speakeasy, and like you just walk in, and there's like a bar, and then there's like a, you know, a flapper dancing, uh, or like a more, I don't, like a Romani, I don't want to say gypsy, but it's kind of that, not really flapper, like the different than a flapper, um, and then there's like a little secret door. You go through the secret door, and now you're kind of like under the speakeasy. And now you start seeing them like there's body parts laying around. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, so it's like uh, you've been lured into this thing, and now you're trapped there. And now there's somebody chopping up this thing. Um, I got my second scare of the night there. <clears throat> there's, a, a, there's a room. This guy is gutting a pig. And the pig looks amazing. And I'm sitting there watching this guy get the pig. And I'm just looking at this beautiful pig. And the guy jumps at me with a knife. And I was like, damn it. What? The- oh, damn it. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, well, we'll say that like all the girls that were dancing are doing literally Grimm's always dance. Yes. <laughs> and if you guys watched when you went live that there was some song playing and every fucking time there was a scream, it sounded exactly like Grand Scream. Yes, it did. Well, if you notice the, the woman on stage uh, in the live, she was doing some grim dancing too. Which yes, is like she a, was. A, yeah. Uh, but also fun about Spirits of the Coven was the um, the last witch that you saw she is wearing a black half mask that has these big spikes coming from the top of it. And it looks as much like that single tree lane mask that you guys have. Yeah. Uh, as anything. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That is awesome. So they totally just ripped off Grimm for the whole house. 
Yeah, it was it was the most grim thing I've I've seen. <laughs> and, but well, I'll say let me let me let me uh, clarify that uh, haunt grim. Yes. Yeah, because like grim is a lot more than just that. But uh, a lot a lot of times, one of her haunt characters, it was like one of the haunt characters that she had. If it was the most grim thing you've ever seen, then a girl would have just had you in a white room and beat the ever loving <laughs> shit out of you. Yeah, uh, which reminds me, Hell Night is coming up. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was one that, that evolved. Uh, there was another one called uh, Descendants of Destruction. Um, this one I've seen a video yeah. of. Uh, so this one, man, the line for this one was the longest line I was in, I think, all night. Uh, even the, I, I got the express pay so I could skip a bunch of lines and still had to wait a long time. Uh, and this was in the old puppet theater. So like for me, it had like really big shoes to fill because I really loved that hunt last year. And it was, I, I wasn't jazzed about this. I go on a subway. So you're on a subway train and then you jump off the subway train and now there's some like um, dungeons under the subway train. And you get to see like denizens of these dungeons and it ends with these gorgeous glowing demons. Nice. I, I, I was really blown away by them. So uh, they were worth that room. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, uh, Fiesta de Chupacabra. And I'll kind of run through a couple of these. The Fiesta de Chupacabras, it was okay. It was more like a Mexican gang or a Mexican cult, um, oh. which is weird, right? Very weird. Interesting selection of, of words, actually. Yeah, I don't know the Fiesta part, but uh, there was some Chupacabras. Uh, there was one skinned animal in there that looked like what we think a Chupacabra looks like. But the chubacabras in there look like a more feline version of the nothing from Neverending Story. Oh wow! Wait, uh, no, not the nothing. Yes, the nothing. The nothing is nothing. Is not talking about the wolf. Yeah, but wasn't he called the nothing? No, he was like the he was like a free agent that was trying to help the nothing to destroy Fantasia. Okay. I was thinking his name was the nothing for some reason. Nah, I can't yeah. remember what they said his name was. Walter? That's it, Walter. <laughs> but uh they would they would like it, the head would like come out like slowly and like look around and then just jump out at you just like he would and uh yeah, but just a little bit more feline. Ah, interesting. Yeah, and, and, and all of these houses are gorgeously put together houses. Uh, and if I say anything disparaging, it's not that it's bad. It's just different than I didn't expect that at all. Also, I didn't know what to expect in a Chupacabra house. So yeah. Um. Oh, <clears throat> uh, there was a Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. Uh, this was one of the houses that I was most looking forward to, and man. I told you, like, all these houses, like, build up and there's something big at the end. 
This one is exactly the opposite. This is on one of the studio stages at Universal Studios. So you walk in, and there's buildings like 20, 30 feet high in a iced-over fisherman's village. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've seen this one on video, too. It looked nice. Um, it's so pretty. The house that you went through, because I sometimes I, I can't tell if it's the Florida one or if it's the California one. Uh-huh. Did you come up on a boat where a lady was dancing at the very top end of the boat and looked like a sort of like um, a banshee? Yeah, that's this. That was badass. I love that imagery. Yeah. And uh, she's actually mimicking. So the, in the very first room, there's a statue of her and she's playing the violin. And uh, it's just a statue with a violin in his hands, not doing anything but there's like violin music playing it's cold in there uh everything looks like frozen over and desolate as shit uh it smells cold like that first room was worth the price of admission for me to the whole fucking night like it was that incredible um and the other thing i'll say about that too as you go, you go into like the captain's quarters and then you move through like the different parts of the, the frozen fishing village and the sailors there um, or the fishermen there are zombified and they all look uniform. They all look like they belong as a group, um, but they, they're not particularly scary. They're yeah. more like Doctor Who monsters. No, that's cool. Yeah, and I really kind of Here appreciated that. Do what? Scary because they're confusing. Yeah. It's like a or like how the the pig face uh plastic surgeons were in uh Twilight Zone. Right, yeah. It's like it's just weird, but like that's what makes it creepy. Uh so yeah, it was really fun. Um let's see what else did I haven't talked about. Uh, the Halloween house. Um, the Halloween house, like, moves through the movie. Like, you go into bedroom, and then he pops out as, like, a clown with a, a knife, which is, like, when he was a little kid. Yeah. And, like, uh, it, it does such a, like, dude, you walk up, and there's the whole entire house built on the stage. That's bad as fuck. It's so good. Um, and the last scene... Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen Halloween the movie, so I don't know if this is from the movie, but this was wild, dude. The last part of that house, you walk into a room of about 20 or 30 mannequins of Mike Myers. Oh, right. <laughs> and like two or three of them may not be mannequins, but I won't tell you what they are. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Uh, uh, what about the uh, bugs? Because okay. I, I saw the walk through the bugs one, and I just, I loved it. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't as intense as some of the other ones, but just the imagery of it, I loved the shit out of it. Yeah. So uh, my little write up, I did a little write up on those houses, and my write up says uh, I felt like I was sold on this house having real bugs and no actors, but that wasn't the case. There's no real bugs, uh, but for what it was, I liked it. Um, the progression of the house. Um, oh, so at the very beginning, it's it's all for like a bug spray. Yeah. Uh, it's like an ad for a bug spray. And so there's this 
like 1950s housewife. And she's like, oh, you know, Terminex or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you see her a few more times in the hunt. And like she's holding an axe and covered in blood. And she's like, I'll hold them back. You go through. And like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, that's so good. Uh, there's, there's not, there is some projection of insects. Uh, but like all of the walls are like wildly covered in roaches and, and maggots. And there's a, there's a lot of like things that are hanging down from the ceiling to touch your face and make you feel icky. Uh, and then there's like uh, air blowing to, to get that extra thing. I think there's some more stuff they could have done with that. But uh, yeah, it was really cool. And uh, did you go through uh, or the Bloom House house? What did you think about that? Um, I'm trying to remember what the f- the two movies are. You may know them better. Freaky than Freaky is the first one. What is it? Freaky. Yeah. So is that have you have you watched that film? I have it, it's it eh, it's Bloomhouse, you know, but it's that? all right. It's kind of com- comedic because the idea is that Vince Vaughn is the serial killer who somehow transfers his consciousness into a teenage girl. So the teenage girl gets Vince Vaughn's body and tries to stop him in her body from serial killing people. Okay, because the way that this house was set up, it was like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, and the girl was the serial killer. Yeah, yeah, uh, and like the very first, the very first thing you walk into, like Chrissy is killed. So the everyone makes the joke, Chrissy, wake up, right? <laughs> like immediately. That's get that out of the way. Now you can enjoy the house. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I did. I really enjoyed. Uh, the freaky house. Um, there was a lot of areas where the walls were made just so where you think you're going down a straight wall and there's a slit in that wall that you didn't see. And that's where someone's popping out and they're getting you. They are going to get you. I got about three scares in that house alone. Um, and then once you get done with that house, you're done with that house and so you're walking the exit, and then boom, now you're in black phone. Uh-huh, yeah. I like that they didn't combine those two movies. They made them their own, both of them their own their own house, even though you can't get out of line to, you know, not miss black phone. Uh, and black phone was fine. Um, I didn't have any problem with it. Uh, but I... Going through the houses again this year, it made me realize it doesn't matter what the intellectual property is. It all matters about the house. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true at Universal Studios, and that's true at the haunts around here. It doesn't matter the intellectual property. It matters the house. Can you get the scares? Can you show the gore? Can you, can you do the entertaining, right? Yes. Um. So yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Bloom House houses. I thought that they were well done. Um, so I saw you go through uh, some of the scare zones. Uh, one of the things that I saw that I've never seen in one of the scare zones that just like stood out to me as fucking amazing in a couple of videos that I watched was they had a little shack set up like it had slatted wood. Oh yeah, and uh, they basically had these cords stretched. It was and like painted fabric, like slatted wood right? 
So it looks like it's a wall and then an actor like pushes out of it and it just like expands and pushes out of his way and he pops out. And I thought that was genius. It was so cool looking. Yeah. That 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 is one of the things that they use uh this year that, that I really liked. Because mm-hmm. it's an optical illusion, right? Yeah, because you definitely look like you're walking past a wooden slatted wall. And then as an actor pushes, they stretch and push away and they kind of pop out of the wall. Um, the only, the only, I think we've covered all the houses. Hellblock, the weekend. Except for the weekend. And I do want to talk about that one for just a minute. Um, I really like this house. And, and the reason being, again, it has nothing to do with intellectual property. I don't really care about the weekend. But uh, you walk into the house and like one of the first things is the weekend and he's sitting there in like uh, something like an electrical chair and he has all these tubes going to him. And it's really kind of like symbolizing like his his start. Right. Like, hey, we're going to make you the star. We're going to pump you full of all this stuff. And is like at a bar and there's like all these faceless people and it's like experiencing um you know, Hollywood or experience in the music industry, you're just like, Hey, here's all these people. And they're just like, don't even have faces. You're meeting them so fast and you're supposed to care. And then like he kills somebody. And then, uh, the next time you see the weekend, his face is distorted. His features are distorted. And now you're in fun house mirrors, Matt, you're in fun house mirrors. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're looking at yourself. You're looking at your face and you are also getting distorted as you're moving through this house. And then uh, by the end, it's these huge, giant, mutated versions of him. Like, hey, this is the monster I've become because I've been in this music industry and it's turned me into this thing. And like, how the fuck do you not look at that and go, this is a fucking well-done concept? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Not something I expected. I didn't expect to enjoy that. It wasn't one I was looking forward to. People really, really did have a good time at this because in line, they're pumping out that music that they all know. They're all like singing along and dancing and having a great time. That's not my scene, but I really like that for them. Uh, the house for me, I had, I really enjoyed it. And it kind of, it was a psychological horror for me because I felt that, you know? That's cool. Well, which one was your favorite house? Would you call this one your favorite? Um, probably the Dead Man's Pier Winter Wake was my favorite. Just nice. because when I walked in there, hey, I was hot as shit outside. So I walked in there, it was cold. Already my favorite. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, but then also being so immersed in that environment so quickly, uh, just uh, mad props to that. Hell yeah. Well, what was your favorite scare zone? Uh, um, I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say that I don't know the names of the scare zones. Uh, I have a list of them here, but um, I, I don't know that I can match them up with what they were. Right. Uh, there was this one area, though, that was old school Halloween and you saw all of these kids like or smaller people. I don't know that they were kids 
in vintage Halloween masks. I saw that in your live. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what the whole like story of that scare zone is that there's all these kids running around, and then somebody's like handing them knives and weapons, and they're like killing people in the crowd. Nice. So creepy. That is fantastic. And it's all dark as shit, and you're uh swimming in fucking fog. That is that is awesome. Cause a lot of those old style Halloween costumes and masks just have this extra creepy feel to them anyway. Like that's just I loved that. I loved seeing that in your live that you shared with us. I thought that was fantastic. Guys, if you haven't seen that live, uh, it's still up on Rotten Reviews. Go check yeah. it out. It's really neat. <clears throat> um, I will say this. there's I, I don't know that I liked it as much last year, but I appreciated it a lot this year. And this has nothing to do from like uh, a spectator point of view, but from like a behind the scenes, like looking at things. Um, there were several actors who had a line that they had to say. And instead of having to say that, that line or scream that line all night, it was done on a very well done recording. So they wouldn't blow in their voice out all all night. Yeah, that's cool. And that can be done poorly. And it's like, Hey, that guy's not even saying that. Uh, But if you've got a guy in a mask and you've got an audio recording of him saying something and he's lunging at you, he's saying it. Right. Uh, the other thing that I was going to bring up that I like from a technical point of view, periodically through the night, you'd see these people running around in black cloaks and hoods. This is how they allow their actors to move through the park. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and uh, I was thinking, so many of the haunts that we work with, this is something they bring up because... There are times when you have a person in a costume that's hard to get out, and they have to move out to go to some other part of the park. And I'm like, man, that's something we just probably need to just recommend to everybody. Just a little thin little black cloak, right? No shit. That's genius. So I guess the other big thing is, uh, if you guys checked out the TikTok live, I showed a lot of the show, uh, Ghoulish. Uh, a little bit different from last year. And then um, some of the food, and I'll be posting some pictures of some of the food later, but uh, I did get the thing that I wanted to eat, which was a maggot-covered cheese dog. <laughs> nice. Dude, it's so, it's so smart. It's, a, it's like a Korean-style uh, corn dog, and it's uh, like dipped in a sauce, and then they put uh, crispy rice. On it, and that's and and black, um, not poppy seed, black and uh, sesame seed, and it looks like maggots. It's beautiful. It's great. And it's delicious. I don't know. No matter how delicious it is, I don't know if I could make myself eat something that looked like maggots. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I didn't get any, but uh, a couple of people I talked to talked about having. Uh, like the raw bear meat, which was uh, which is like 
Huh? What? Raw bear meat? Why? Uh, well, I mean, that's how it's packaged, and you buy it, and it's in, uh, like, deli, like the like a deli meat package, and what it is is like a marshmallow and uh, uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos confection. Oh, interesting. Huh. And it looks disgusting. It looks so gross. They also had like gummy hearts in that same area. So they they really like from the food perspective, in my opinion, they really brought it with the themed concessions this year. Hell yeah. And I'm that's cool. you talking about that ecto beer. Oh man. So that's called that is Voodoo Brewing Company, and they made a lacto cooler, which every time I ordered it, and I ordered it several times last night, uh, I was like Guys, this name is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Lacto. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, it has a reasonable facsimile of Slimer on the the cover. And my expectation was, is this going to taste like Ecto's, uh, oh, fuck, what is it called? The Ecto Cooler. Yeah, Ecto Cooler or Ecto Cooler Blast, and uh, it does. It is a it is a sour uh, beer. Uh, it doesn't have like the the hoppy flavor that a lot of uh, like American lagers or IPAs have. So you get this sour, and there's a sweet to it. There's the citrus to it, and I my it it was an alcoholic version of my childhood, which is <laughs> that's cool. I could have just said my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, and I looked that up online earlier today. And you can get that in other places. So, uh, get you get you some of that shit. It comes yeah, out of it. Shit. <laughs> awesome. yeah. it sounds like you had a fucking blast. And I'm glad. I did. I did. Uh, if you guys ever get a chance to make that, highly recommend that weird weird uh blocks and blocks of halloween festivities well i'm really really hoping that next year we will get a chance to join you for this hell yeah um but uh did y'all was there any other questions you guys had about that i think that's about it i did i did manage to snag a, a flannel but i snagged it before i went and uh Super proud of that because it's it's a nice their merchandise is is state of the art. It's really nice stuff. Um, but yeah, guys, haunt season has begun. Woohoo! Are we are we talked about? Did we talk about going to a haunt next weekend? Uh, I did find one um, in Georgia, I believe. I can't seem to find. Uh... The information for it right now um but yes i i do believe we are going to try to check out a haunt uh that is open friday night um before all of our uh filming festivities on saturday yeah we'll stay up late and then it'll be way easier to accomplish these goals oh my atlanta 
Uh, guys, you're going to hear this in this podcast because we are now officially in hot season, and we're going to tell you every single time we do a podcast, go out, support your local haunt, and get to as many haunts as you can. And you'll also notice we'll get more and more docile as these episodes keep cranking out because we'll be tired filming these. Yeah, I've been asleep for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> Grim definitely uh-huh. has. I found oh, it. Sure. It is the 13 Stories Haunted House in Noonan, Georgia. It is open next Friday night. So I believe that is what we were going to try to check out. It is uh, $25 for four attractions. And we have never been there before. So this will be a brand new experience for us. And that's right outside of Atlanta? I believe so. It's on this side of Atlanta. Oh, wow. It is on this side of Atlanta. It's closer to Auburn. Huh. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Hopefully, if we get a chance to make it out of there, next week we'll have a little bit of that to report on. Right? Guys, watch our site for lives popping up at these haunts. Uh, Us doing impromptu lives. Like, you'll see us testing material for all the stuff we're going to be in releasing in October. Like yep. Brandy reading her stories was a little test run for stuff that we will be doing in October. Right. Absolutely. Uh, make sure you guys are following Rotten Reviews on Facebook. Uh, if you're not part of the Rotten community, what are you, what are you doing with your life? Ruined. You're ruined. Um Follow us at Rotten Mornings Podcast. Uh, Wednesday, you'll you'll probably be hearing uh, new uh, Morning Friends with Rotten. Mm-hmm. Yes, eventually you will. Yeah, uh, that's how that goes. And uh, also, this is our first podcast of September. At the end of September, or closer to the end of September, Rotten Strips is starting back up, season three. Oh, that's right. <coughs> Yeah, uh, and if you guys don't sound excited about it, join the club. Join yeah. the club. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We have so little time to figure but, out what we're doing for we that. we have a ton of time to talk about that in the future, <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap this old potty cast up and tell them like we always tell them. Stay rotten, guys. Stay spooky. Get ready for a crazy fucking season. Yes, stay rotten. Stay rotten. Join us next time for another episode of Rotten Mornings. Thank you.